What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Thursday, February 11th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, where we have begun referring to pants as masks for legs. Yeah, just cover my whole body in a mask. Who cares? It'll protect me, but also you. Yeah. From seeing me. <laughs> On today's show, new CDC mask guidance and new vaccination sites, then some headlines. But first, the latest, and we'll start again today with another impeachment news blast. Round two. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but seriously, though, yesterday was quite a serious day in the impeachment trial. It was the first day that the House impeachment managers actually got to start making their case against former President Donald Trump. Now that the constitutionality question is behind them and their presentation lasted hours and they went into graphic step by step detail about the attack on the Capitol, which included never before seen video footage and audio of a lot of close calls as rioters broke down windows, some in full tactical gear and then opened doors to let even more people in. Lead impeachment manager, Representative Jamie Raskin, started off with this preview. The evidence will show you that ex-President Trump was no innocent bystander. The evidence will show that he clearly incited the January 6th insurrection. It will show that Donald Trump surrendered his role as commander-in-chief and became the inciter-in-chief. Yeah, so... Quite a lot to take in. Akila. what stood out to you about the day? I mean, one of the things was just how much video and audio and tweets and security footage was presented. It's not usually the case in these sorts of incidents. Uh, And there's just so much evidence of what happened that day and what led up to it. And the House managers really did take advantage of that. Some of it was familiar stuff that we've seen already on social media. But as you said, there was also new security camera footage. We saw Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman directing Senator Mitt Romney to safety in one clip. And we heard dispatch audio of security officers desperately calling for back up and reporting how the mob was spraying them with mace. I think at one point they said it was bear mace even. So it's just horrendous. And all of this really told a story of just how violent the day was and how much more violent it could have been. At one point, House Manager Eric Swalwell showed security video of senators evacuating the chamber and told them that the mob was just 58 steps away. Yeah, it's all so crazy. And Romney actually told reporters yesterday that he didn't realize how close to danger he actually was until seeing that security footage. So a super intense set of evidence and recounting. And the impeachment managers really portrayed the Capitol attack as a culmination of events. Yeah, for sure. And they had a whole section that was a timeline of Trump's tweets and speeches and statements going into the election, saying that the only way he could lose is if it were rigged. And then the next part of the timeline was after the election, with Trump saying that it was stolen and encouraging his supporters to stop the steal, stop the certification, etc. So the big point the House managers seemed to be making was that President Trump provoked his base and this eventual mob of insurrectionists for months. And then he called them to D.C. on January 6th, told them to, quote, fight like hell and aim them directly at the Capitol. Right. Pretty straightforward sequence of events. And then 
As all this was unfolding, Trump told the mob they were, quote, special people, which was another major focus from the House managers about what Trump was doing or not doing during the actual attack to stop it. Yeah, and he also told them that he loved them, which was very weird, at least to me. And then one other thing about the case from the House managers. They were very focused on Trump. I don't think they ever even mentioned other Republicans who supported him and his lies about the election. So there was nothing about Senators Ted Cruz or Josh Hawley, for example. And on top of that, there were several instances where the impeachment managers showed how the Republicans were also under attack that day. There was the clip of Mitt Romney that we mentioned. They also spent a lot of time talking about how Vice President Mike Pence's life was threatened and what a close call his evacuation was. Here's a clip from impeachment manager Stacey Plaskett. They would have killed Vice President Mike Pence if given the chance. They were talking about assassinating the Vice President of the United States. During the course of the attack, the Vice President never left the Capitol, remained locked down with his family, with his family inside the building. Remember that as you think about these images and the sounds of the attack. The vice president, our second in command, was always at the center of it. Vice President Pence was threatened with death by the president's supporters because he rejected President Trump's demand that he overturn the election. I mean, just damning, just damning. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe this was a strategic decision to try to appeal to Republican senators and get their votes by, you know, pointing out the fact that everyone was actually in danger. It's not Mm -hmm. really clear how successful that's going to be. Yeah. And then outside of D.C., there were some other related Trump accountability news pieces yesterday. For one, Twitter announced that he is permanently banned from their platform. Yeah, that was announced yesterday by one of Twitter's executives during a TV interview, which was pretty interesting timing because yesterday House managers kept referring to Trump's tweets as evidence. It's pretty significant because other social media platforms haven't moved to permanently ban Trump at this point. The other news from yesterday is that prosecutors in Georgia have opened a criminal investigation into Trump's efforts to undermine the election, and that's according to the New York Times. Fulton County's newly elected Democratic prosecutor is reportedly looking into phone calls made by Trump and his team to pressure officials to find fraud. The news may Georgia the second state where Trump faces a criminal investigation. The other is New York, yet another reason why local prosecutor elections matter. So thank you for voting in them. We'll keep an eye on this along with the impeachment trial as it continues today with more arguments from the House managers. Yeah, with that story, he's seemingly going for the triple crown of impeachment, it seems like. totally. Uh, But let's move on to our next story. So yesterday, the CDC released new guidance on masks. Here's CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. The CDC is updating the mask information for the public on the CDC website to provide new options on how to improve mask fit. This includes wearing a mask with a moldable nose wire, knotting the ear loops on your mask, or wearing a cloth mask over a procedure or disposable mask. Yeah, so a year into the pandemic, and we have earned ourselves a second mask. (laughs) But in all seriousness, this is something that we've heard public health experts talking about as we confront more contagious variants. The CDC said they had research showing that if a person wears a more tightly fitting surgical mask or doubles up a surgical with a cloth one, virus transmission can be reduced by 96.5%. Pretty good. That's if both an infected person and an uninfected person does it. This was based on lab tests that they did with dummies. And so for the single mask option that she was talking about, they're really emphasizing the fit and knotting the ear loops to make it tighter. Trust me, the visuals make more sense than what I'm saying here. So we can link to those in our show notes to kind of help you out. And this move comes after some European countries have actually upped their own mask requirements. 
According to the Washington Post, Germany and Austria have required people on public transportation or in supermarkets to actually wear more protective masks like N95s. And Dr. John Brooks, who was the lead author of this new study from the CDC, also cautioned that because it was in a lab, it's less clear how this would play out in the real world. But also, according to The New York Times, he said, quote, any mask is better than none. Yeah, so please just be wearing some. Uh, The administration also released more information about their plans to move forward, building more vaccine sites. So what did we learn? Yeah, so they're working on five more sites, according to reports, three in Texas and two in New York. And they're aimed at ensuring that people of color have access and the ability to get vaccinated. So far, there's this massive data gap on the race and ethnicity of people who are getting vaccinated, and the Biden team is trying to fix that so they can ensure equity and correct disparities. Mm -hmm. The Texas centers will be in Dallas, Houston, and Arlington. They're set to begin running on February 22nd and will do more than 100,000 shots a day. That's great. Then in New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo said the sites are going to be open the week of February 24th in Queens and Brooklyn with the ability to administer about 3,000 shots a day each. This comes after the Biden administration said they were planning to set up two similar sites in Oakland and Los Angeles. And it's all part of a broader national strategy where beginning next week, the administration plans to ship doses to federally qualified community health centers as a way to reach underserved communities. So we'll keep an eye out for more on that. But that's latest for now. Thursday Wad Squad, and for today's Temp Check, we're doing another award show check-in. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their 16 nominees for 2021 yesterday, and they include Jay-Z, Diane Warwick, Devo, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Mary J. Blige, and more. Foo Fighters and Tina Turner are also nominated. If either of them gets in, members of their groups will be entering the Hall of Fame for a second time. Tina's already in as part of Ike and Tina Turner, and Dave Grohl is in there as the drummer for Nirvana. This year's induction ceremony is set for the fall, so Giddy, my question for you, do you support these picks, and are you personally invested in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm not personally invested, but I respect that a lot of people still are. It seems very much like a dad thing. Um, (laughs) But, you know, these picks are pretty, they seem pretty good. I don't really know how we land on these. Like, some of these folks are still doing a lot of stuff. Some of them aren't. Um, But I I like these fine. I think it's cool. I like that maybe, I don't remember when it was a thing where they weren't just doing like strictly like quote unquote rock. Um, But I do like that they're, you know, not doing that anymore because it's a lot more interesting could have been really boring for sure and i just think you know it's a good opportunity for people to discover some of these artists if they still haven't somehow (laughs) yes exactly if you are just getting acquainted uh to jay-z or mary j Blige via (laughs) rock and roll hall of fame god bless you but that's that's great um yeah i mean i think the the only other one that would have been cool would have been mf doom just off the top of my head uh, in terms of the timing but um, no, this is cool. What do you think? I mean, I think that these are great picks. I was going to say something a little shady about Devo, but only because I only know one of their songs. Um, <laughs> so I feel like, you know, all the rest of these, I'm like, yeah, no, I can see uh, the decades of, of popularity at work, but fair. You know, I, I think they all 
deserve to be there. Who am I to say that they don't? They've got some <laughs> diehard fans. They've changed fashion forever. Those masks <laughs> are still the my most coveted thing in COVID that I never got. Um, but yeah, I think that these are great picks. I don't think I'm really that invested in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just because I think like, you know, music is such a niche thing and the things that people like are so varying that I'm like, uh, who's choosing <laughs> based on yeah. what? You know, like it's a it's definitely it's great to win awards, but it also doesn't bother me that any of my faves haven't won awards. So. Yeah, super shocked that The weekend didn't make it in after his <laughs> Super Bowl performance. You were this close. Uh, <laughs> so they're saying you need more than five hits. <laughs> just Maybe. want to be clear. Uh, I'm sorry if you're a big fan of The weekend. I, I don't dislike him. I'm just saying, you know, it is weird that he was chosen and Jay-Z still hasn't done the Super Bowl. But just like that, we've checked our temps. Stay safe. Go get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why don't you just like try it? You know, I bet it's not that hard. And uh, we'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. 
President Biden imposed new sanctions against the military regime in Myanmar yesterday following the military coup and the arrest of civil leader Aung San Suu Kyi earlier this month. The executive order will prevent Myanmar's generals from accessing $1 billion in state funds that are held in the U.S. Biden says his administration will work on identifying specific targets of the sanctions later this week while finding ways to maintain support for health care, civil groups, and other areas that benefit the people of Myanmar. Tens of thousands of people in the country's largest cities have been participating in protests in recent days, despite frequent internet outages, violent crackdowns from security forces, and restrictions, including curfews set by the ruling regime. One protester was fatally shot by military police yesterday. The case of who will control Britney Spears' money and personal life is set to return to court later this week. This comes just a few days after the release of the New York Times documentary Framing Britney Spears, which has led to a lot of conversation about how Spears was treated as a teen pop star and the issues surrounding her conservatorship. After Spears suffered some highly documented mental health crises in 2008, control of her career, personal life, and finances was permanently given over to her father. According to legal documents in recent months, Spears no longer wants her father to have this power. She's asked previously that an outside financial group called Bessemer Trust take over as her estate's sole conservator. Many celebs and Spears' current boyfriend have spoken out against her father and her treatment by the media. I know the House impeachment managers are busy, but maybe after the trial ends, they can try to pinch hit for hashtag free Britney. Seriously, it's a worthy cause. Uh, The NBA has officially weighed in on the topic of singing. They say it is important and cannot be bypassed. The specific song in question is the Star Spangled Banner and the debate over its inclusion before games began earlier this week when it was reported that Dallas Mavericks owner and famous shark Mark Cuban had directed his team to omit it. In the past, Cuban has been vocal about the right of athletes to kneel in protest during the anthem. At the Mavs game on Monday and all their other games this season, the very scary pro-war, pro-slavery tune was not played. The league said this Tuesday that because of the unusual nature of this year's season, teams could run their pregame operations how they wanted. The NBA then reversed its stance the following day, yesterday, with a spokesperson saying that the anthem should be played in keeping with long-standing policy as fans returned to games. The whiplash over this song is, frankly, exhausting. Someone pass me the ox cord, and I will put on the patriotic basketball ballad, That's How I Beat Shaq, by Aaron Carter. Yeah, a bop that truly did not get its dues. Uh, <laughs> Original Idea Zone Facebook is reportedly working on an audio chat room product, much like the invite-only app Clubhouse. Clubhouse launched less than a year ago, and it raised $100 million on a $1 billion valuation last month, thanks to its wide support base in Silicon Valley and other influential communities. Facebook saw Clubhouse's success and thought, let's do that, but put our own spin on it in the sense that we'll be the ones making all the money now. Facebook's not the only tech company getting into the audio chat room space. Twitter is also beta testing a similar feature called Spaces. And earlier this week, The Verge published the first reports of an upcoming app called Fireside, backed by none other than Anthem Crusher Mark Cuban, The Man is Everywhere, which will combine the live conversation features of Clubhouse with the ability to record conversations with an eye towards podcasting. Funny enough, the Facebook project is also called Fireside and Internally. The innovation in this space is overwhelming. And frankly, I think people should step away before someone gets hurt. Yeah, I heard that Facebook was working on a morning news show called WAD. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> Those are the headlines. One last thing before we go, it's almost President's Day weekend. Now through Monday, take 15% off site-wide on the Crooked Store. We have new merch from all of your favorite shows, including ours, and we've added new styles to the sales section. So visit crooked.com store to shop now. 
That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, tell us how you beat Shaq, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just text and text chat rooms like it's the old days like me, <laughs> What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out. Subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And take, take a, a load, load off, off Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Give it a break. Play anything that you want before the games. Why the hell not? Who cares? You, you know? just spend more time counting your money than making yeah. apps. You should host Shark Tank before NBA games. That I would <laughs>Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Katie Long, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the bag. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com.